my business side, the content creation, yeah. you have to go through the learning pains because you just there's so much I think in that trial and tribulation. Yeah. Because it's not only about learning, it's also about like character building and just knowing how to deal with setbacks and all that stuff, right? Welcome to AU 2023. My name is Luke Mahelsik. I am a product marketer here at Autodesk. And today we're at Shop Talk live here at Autodesk University. We're right in front of the factory experience here with our partners. And what, we, what we're doing today is we're doing a quick chat with Brad Rodriguez of Fix This, Build That. And before we get started, Brad, yep. I have this uh, would you and I be friends section, I call it. So right. these are questions that you got to give like a pretty rapid answer to. You can't think about it. Okay. So I did a little bit of research on your <laughs> okay. channel. Uh, I've, been a, I've been a huge fan for a while. So, um, so first question, I noticed that you only have done one riverbed epoxy table. Yep. In all of your five or six years now. Yep. And there seems to be this divide amongst the makers that are out there that are doing riverbeds and furniture, Blacktail Studio yep. and you know, Bourbon Moth, yourself. Some hate it, some love it. Would you go on the record that you love or hate epoxy riverbed tables? Uh, I would say I love them. And I haven't done one because I did one like at the very beginning. Yeah, it was like it was a curve. And it one. was it was a waterfall, so it was one of the first ones on there. And then I was like, and then it just exploded. Okay. And I was like, I didn't want to be like in that mainstream. But Cam's a really good friend of mine, Black okay. Tail Studio. Okay. John Malecki does a ton of. He's in Pitts of Pittsburgh, guys, yeah. Too, I think. Yeah, and he does a ton of river tables. So I love them. I what I love about them is when people take it to the next step. So like oh, yeah. the traditional one, it's kind of played out. Yeah, but I yeah. love seeing, especially like. John and uh, Cam both do really awesome work and they do crazy stuff with them. That's what I like seeing. Now okay. it's like, okay, what, what else can you do? So as a, as a newbie woodworker myself, should I even attempt one? Or is it just oh, it's a black should, hole? If you, if you like it, I think the, the hard part is, is that epoxy's not cheap, yeah. right? So like, and if you if, mess up. Yeah, and so that's like, I would say, if you did one like a side table, end table, that might be a good place to start. Okay. So that you don't waste like 900 bucks on epoxy. I, I did think it was funny that you did one and never again. You did that I'm one table. I was just like, ah, well, let's move on. Okay, okay. Next question. Uh, you have built so many table saw sleds, and I've, I've built, I think, one or two of them. How many of them do you actually still use? And if you had to do it over again, like, what's the table saw sled to like rule them all? Yeah, uh, I would say you want it big but not too big, that's yeah. the key. Because then they start getting really heavy. Yeah. And then also, uh, I like to have like a half inch base instead thick of a three quarter, yeah. but, but not too thick. So that's the thing, it's like, it's all about the weight. Because then you lose some, yeah. Yeah, and because like you can't then put in your like T-track. Yeah. So at three quarter, you can put in T-track, at oh. half inch you can't, that's okay. Because I like having like T-track up the top and then okay. I like it to be 24 inches deep so I can cut cabinet parts. Okay, okay. So that's my big thing, because I don't have a sliding miter saw. So that like, 12 to 20 inch cut, that's what I use it for the most. So yeah. that's what I like. Okay. Kind of a big one, but not too heavy. Okay. So I think you've answered this question on your channel, like for like newbie woodworkers. If you were gonna, what would be the very first thing you would buy most important? Track saw, table saw? Cause I've heard people say track saw can do it all. You can do it without a table saw. Like what's the thing you'd recommend a newbie woodworker? It's I've been woodworking for a long time. Like. 
over 20 years. Yeah, way before the channel started, you've been doing it. Yeah, and so track saws weren't really a thing back then. And so I grew up on the table saw, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be like, table saw? Okay. But the track saws are, I'll tell you what, have you seen like the Craig ACS system? Yeah. If you get a track saw with like the whole mount and everything, yeah, you could replace the okay. table saw. Okay, okay. Uh, and my, my, my last question has two parts. All right. Um, so uh, what was you, and, and this is like you knowing your own content. Okay. So I did a little thing. <laughs> so what is your most popular video by number of views and what is your least popular? I know the answer. Well, I know the answer to the first one. That's easy. That's the uh, vinyl plank flooring. Yeah. Yeah, I think crazy. it's like 26 million views, Why? something like that. It was, uh, uh, it was something I, I partnered up with Home Depot to do okay. it. Okay. And it was when they were launching life-proof vinyl plank flooring. Okay. And then they put that on their end caps and, and you know, like since that was 2018, I think. Okay. And it all of a sudden became like the hottest trend. And my, I had like one of the first videos out there and so it just blew up. Gotcha. Least, so there's, I have the answer that you don't have. Oh. Because I have unlisted videos. Oh. <laughs> I need to so, think about that. So, okay, I, I want to know that one then. So on unlisted videos, it would be, I've talked about this in different areas, but I, the, my very first video, was how to install uh, insulation on a garage door. Like one of those kits where it's like foam and so you put it in the So it was live and then you unlisted because I think I remember yeah. seeing it, okay. Yeah. And so that was like live and it was just so bad. There's one light bulb in my garage. This was 2014. Okay. One light bulb in my garage. Terrible audio. Yeah, a Samsung S3. <laughs> it was uh, just the worst. Okay. And so I didn't delete it, but it's there, so I always can remember. Okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty, yes. and we would be friends. <laughs> All for right. sure. Perfect. Uh, so, for anybody What who's, was the live one? What's the answer for the. I, actually, you know what? I, I had it and I, I lost it. No, I, I, I didn't write the answer down. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, for those of our <laughs> viewers that aren't familiar, could you just introduce yourself and talk about the channel and, and, and why you decided to get into doing what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Brad Rodriguez and I run Fix This, Build That, where it's basically woodworking and DIY. We uh, do anything from making tables and furniture to remodeling the home, outdoor projects, all kinds of stuff. So fix this, build that. That's kind of the idea of it. And uh, what, what drew me to it, so my schooling is in mechanical engineering. Okay. But I grew up in Boy Scouts and I grew up kind of working with my hands, but not really more like outdoorsy kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. And then... Uh, when I graduated, we went to, I, I moved to Cincinnati, started working with G Aircraft. And I was like, all right, I want to learn how to like work with my hands and yeah. do some stuff. So I started, uh, well, I bought a place and started remodeling, started getting into DIY. That, so I started getting some tools, some yeah. miter saw, some drills. Yeah, yeah. And I started watching like Norm Abram and Ask This Old House yeah. and all that. The OGs. Yeah, absolutely. And so then that, uh, and then that turned into, oh, woodworking. And I took a class at a local uh, woodworking store, and then I took a university class, and then that was kind of it. I was like, man, I love this. This is a great hobby. So, why did you decide to take like that woodworking hobby? So, like my fall, you kind of got to my next question for yeah. me. Um, so, when did you make the decision, like, hey, I'm going to take this hobby, woodworking, that I, I really love, I got this passion for, and like turn it into your full time job, and also decide to do like a YouTube channel because. These things aren't that easy to do. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of effort that goes into what you do. <laughs> there is. Uh, so it was like, it, it was a long transition. So I started woodworking around like 2002-ish, okay. right? That's when I kind of got into it. And it was just kind of like a side hobby for a long time. Uh, I had like, I 
we moved a couple houses and I had a wood shop in my basement. But it was like, we're in Cincinnati and we had basements, which were awesome. Yeah. I don't have a basement now. I live in Pittsburgh, so I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was like out of sight, out of mind. And it, like our garage was on the first level. And so yeah. I, I hardly went down there, you know, unfinished basement. I took a job, I want to move back home to Nashville. Took a job, uh, my wife and the kids and I moved back back in 2013. And then the shop was in the garage. And so then I started seeing it because I'm going in and out of the garage yeah. all the time. So I had like a little nook there. So I started getting into it, and then plus I had left all the woodworking folks that I knew in Cincinnati. I got so you. then I got online onto Instagram to share. And so you so, started on Instagram first. Yes, I started okay. on Instagram in twenty thirteen, the end of twenty thirteen. It's actually so it was like ten years. Last week, okay, is when I started wow. my Instagram channel. But it was just a, I was just sharing uh, stuff with people, and actually, I, I guess I started. That was when I started to fix this build that. I started okay. a personal one a little bit before that, and it just like. I started putting stuff out there, and it's like one of those addictive things where people like start liking, commenting. I'm like, I like this like, is kind of fun. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm like I like deal. this. Oh yeah, I, I I literally I just posted on Instagram about like the 10 year thing, and I have a screenshot of when I hit 50 followers on Instagram, and I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. Like you guys are, you know, like thanking all my fans, and like, <laughs> like 42 of them are family members, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and the other eight are bots. You know, That's it's awesome. like, uh, and so anyway, that that was like the beginning, and then from there. I was just having fun and doing it, and I didn't really think because I was, you know, in engineering. I'm, I'm 10 years in. Yeah. I'm a director. Like I'm making good money, right? And so I'm like, yeah, this will just be fun. This yeah. would never replace it, though. But then, like, I just started going. The brand started reaching out, and then yeah. and people were like, hey, I wanted to, uh, you know, work with you. And I was like, okay, cool. And then finally, I remember I was, uh, we were on vacation in September, 2015, I think. And this company called me and they're like, hey, um, we want you to do a blog post. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, they're like, we'll pay you 200 bucks. And I was like, hey now. Like, you're going to pay me to do this? <laughs> 200 bucks. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was pumped. Even though, like, you know, <laughs> even though like, I'm making all this money, you know, in my day job, I was like, 200 bucks. But that's okay. a side hustle money. Yeah, that's exactly. Money, I was right? like, I could buy, you know, a new set of drills or whatever. That's awesome. And then, and it was just one of those things where you just, the more you do, it just kept going and going. And so, and then it finally, then I went full time. Uh, so fast forward, you know, two years later, I went full time in August of 2017. Two years is all it took from that it, first 200 bucks. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty crazy. It was, it was pretty crazy. So it was just, it, it went really, really fast. Um, and we had some videos blow up and, and it was awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So a uh, couple questions about like the woodworking industry in, in, in general and this, this kind of maker movement, DIY movement yep. that people were into. So I mentioned right before we got on camera, I made your furniture. So your, yeah. your deck furniture. I'm still waiting for pictures. You I, gotta, the wife has to verify. I so. made the ex like <laughs> slight modifications because of material access and tools. Yep. But um, so when you think about like this, this like DIY, you know, woodworking industry, like, like why do you think this is happening now? I mean, I, I know like I go to places like, you know, um, like, like, Ikea, their stuff seems like maybe not the quality that I want. And then I go like the opposite to like super high-end places. Right. And they want like $1,000 for outdoor furniture. So like for yeah. me, I'm like the cheapest person I know. So it's like, if I can make it, I'm gonna do it. And I'm thinking with this woodworking industry, it really seems like that seems to be a big part of it. I wonder what your thoughts it are. It is. No, I think that's where a lot of people come is like, you get your first house, right? And you're like, okay, we need furniture. And you're like, I don't got no money for furniture. I just say, especially now, like the interest rates are so crazy. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, well, I want to, I, you go to the store and it's like, I mean, a thousand bucks is cheap for outdoor furniture, like yeah. nice wooden outdoor furniture. 
So then, you know, they're like, hey, well, I, I can build him. You know, I can watch some YouTube videos. And everybody's yeah. an expert after you watch a few YouTube videos. Oh, I, I'm a total expert. And so you dive in. And I think that part of it, too, I think, is um, and what really got me there. And this was, again, you know, a decade ago. So even now, I think it's even more is like the drawback to analog. Yeah. Right? It's like everybody's so digitally overloaded yeah. and you're just like sitting there, you're on your phone, and it's like getting out and being able to make something with your hands and, yeah. and when you're done, you're like, I made that. Yeah, it's right? there, you can touch and it. Anytime feel you're it. you're right, your friends and family come over, you're like, Hey, uh, I made that, right? Yeah. Like, now, my outdoor <laughs> I'm furniture. I'm sure you tell them. <laughs> it is the most uncomfortable outdoor furniture that I have because I made I made the seats too long and it's uh, kinda like awkward, so I got to make some modifications to it, but it's still um, it's but it's yours, right? Oh, heck you're yeah, like, it's yeah. Mine. It's, uh, yeah, and I'll, then you point out all the mistakes. You're like, oh, oh, oh. I did, and then like nobody would ever notice. No one unless would ever point notice. It. Yeah. So like when when you think about this this industry, and you think about the the things that you're making. So uh, you use fusion for a lot of the things that you're building in some cases, and I'm wondering if you could talk about like the the impact that has on like the work that you do. Like you talk about digital to analog, but there's real value in that digital a lot of yes. times. And I'm wondering if you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and, and so to be completely transparent, I'm still I'm still early on that journey of transferring over into okay. fusion. But, and it's just because I've had, I've been so ingrained in SketchUp. Yeah. So I started on SketchUp like 2005, okay. seven, something like that. So I've been using SketchUp for like 15 years, right? Okay. And so I'm like really familiar with that. And then so like getting, but I trained on AutoCAD R14. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. I think you and I are the same age because that's right about where I was too. Yeah, so I graduated in 2000. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, so, I, so coming back to that and getting into it, but, but the thing that I love about Fusion that SketchUp doesn't give you, one, is the parametric, yeah. right? Parametric is so nice. And so one part of my business, though, that I do use Fusion a lot exclusively is uh, 3D printing. So okay. I've never, I don't, I hadn't talked about this a lot on the main channel, but we have a whole 3D printing side that I've been doing uh, basically since uh, the pandemic. Okay. And these like fixtures and jigs and that sort of stuff? Getting there, but uh, a lot of it is. And then it's also just like random household stuff. Really? Yeah. I've been making How did like, I miss this? It's a hidden channel. Okay. FTBT 3D. Okay. I'll have to check so, it out. I mean, it's not hidden, but it's, I don't really talk about it. But, um, and so like I love that technology and like being able to do those little intricate parts. For me, what I'm still learning, going through the learning process is like, the multi part. Yeah. So I'm really good at designing a singular part. Oh, me too, me too. Right? And so then it's like, but the multi ones, it's not even about the connection. It's just like the drawings. And that's what I'm trying to master and okay. get into is like, how do you make sure you get all those? Because the nice thing about SketchUp is it's kind of like, you know, fusion for dummies, right? Where you can just push and pull and you don't yeah, have to yeah. worry about messing up the sketch. But it's, it, but the part that really stinks is like, if I've got a 24 inch cabinet and I want to make it 30, I got to go in and, and redo every part. So that parametric piece, that's where I'm, I'm that's where I've started converting is doing yeah. cabinets because then cabinet, you just get the one body. Yeah. And I was just talking to the uh, configurations team. I'm really excited about that. I was just going to mention configurations. Like you, you make one cabinet, you got every cabinet. Exactly. I was just talking to, to Sammy and, and some of the team over there uh, last night and I'm, I'm really excited to learn about that. Yeah, that'll be that awesome. That could be cool. Yeah, I mean, talk about like a game changer. Like that, that, that's something that I think because I think there's a lot of people that that are, you know, whether they're makers or even you know professionals using using this, like the ability to take those configurations and just you know 
do your basic one, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, yep. and then all of a sudden you have every variation of whatever cabinet you want, yeah. or, or whatever it might be. Cabinets is a great application. Yeah, it's um, super exciting. So, so while you're here, have you had any chances to maybe take some classes coming up here this week, you think? Because you said you're a newbie and AU is where you come to learn. Are you planning on yeah. taking any? Or? Absolutely, absolutely. I want to I want to learn um, just more, like more about the assemblies basically yeah. right and I also saw and, and I'm, I don't know enough yet about like like I'm, I'm just like infusion right and I'm like yeah, doing yeah. my stuff and I don't know all the product line yeah and I see it all and I'm like one thing I'm really wanting to get into is animated uh, instructions so you uh, so you've seen the plans right yeah, yeah. they're just PDF but what yeah. about if we had a supplement to that that was like an exploded yeah yeah right and animated where you could move it around because uh, in something that it's like I don't like giving people a 3D model that they can just mess around with. But if I had some yeah, place yeah. where they could go to yeah. and like a read-only, because you know a lot of those other ones, you can't. There's no read-only. Yeah, you yeah. give it to them, they yeah, can do whatever they yeah. want to with it. So, so there's there's areas where like fusion can add value, like not just in yeah. the design and engineering of what you're making, but also the marketing that you're doing, the plans you're yes. you're, you're providing to people that are downloading your stuff. Yeah, that's that, awesome. That's where I think the next stage for us and for our company is to help is figure out how do we do that and how, and I would love for Fusion to be able to help us get there because I think there's a lot of opportunity versus just giving somebody this model, be like, okay, here's the model. Oh, and by the way, it's already pre-programmed. You hit an animated scene and yeah. then it's like, oh, this is, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like an Ikea instruction manual, yeah. except actually worth something. Yeah, you know? yeah that's awesome. <laughs> Has words too. Yeah, yeah, so uh, a, a couple more questions for you, and we're yeah. gonna switch over to what we're calling our, our you know, uh, would you rather section. All right. All and right. we're gonna keep this woodworking focused. Got it. And um, you've been doing this for a while. Would you rather buy one really expensive piece of equipment? And I'm gonna throw out the domino. Yep thousands of dollars, yep. or would you rather buy a lot of inexpensive equipment and like fill out your kit a little better, but it's not maybe the quality or the durability, and I'm wondering, as a someone that likes this stuff myself, like should I go spend like $1,600 on a domino, or should I spend $1,600 and get a whole bunch of other stuff? Yeah, so I'll give you two answers, uh, because I think it matters where you're at in the journey, right? I think if you're new, you don't go plunk down the $1,600, right? Because then like you could invest all your money, but I have a domino. I just recently, and, that, and this kind of answers the question for you. Yeah, yeah. I just got it like two years ago. Really? And I've been woodworking for like 20 years. So, uh, because, and I'm, so now that we've met, I might be the cheapest person that you know. So, <laughs> uh, so I, I like getting a deal. Uh, one thing that I would say, instead of doing that, go to Facebook Marketplace now, it used to be Craigslist, yeah, yeah. and get the used machinery. Oh. Now, I didn't even think there's a ton the, of it, right? Since the pandemic, everything is super high, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But but used to, you know, you could get stuff for 50% of retail. So whenever I tell people, I'm like, invest in like a good quality contractor's table saw. If you yeah. could get one for like 400 bucks used, yeah, like that's versus getting like a bench top, you know, like a Ryobi or like even like a little Dewalt one that's only got a 24 inch table. Get the cast iron 27 inch table, yeah. and then you can get you know a joiner, a used joiner, a used planer, like gotcha. those versus having the one tool because then you can't mill anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? And then, but then down the road, man, Domino is nice. It's yeah, so nice. Yeah, so, so you, you kind of started to get into my next would you rather. So would you rather, as a newbie, because you, you, you probably did this the hard way, I'm, I'm guessing, watching some of your videos. Would you rather buy S4S material and not have to worry about milling your own lumber, uh -huh. or would you rather 
buy the planer joiner to be able to to be able to mill your own rough lumber and save the price on the cost of raw yeah. material uh, because I've, I've heard different. No, I, it depends on what you're doing, right? I mean, it depends on why you're in the hobby too, but and like what you're trying to get out of it. If you're trying to get that kind of release and you're trying to get just to, to be able to transform, because I think that's part of it too, right? When you get that rough piece of wood, yeah, and then like you turn it into that S4S, yeah, that's already a transformation. Yeah, and it takes a long time. It, yeah. it can't take a long time. <laughs> yeah, it does. Versus, right? It, if you're trying to just like build stuff quickly, yeah. you're going to pay a premium for the S4S. But yeah. I love milling. Like I, there's a you lot. You do of a things. lot of it. Like a lot of your projects, I see you do. I'm like, why didn't he just get S4S? <laughs> right. And then like. You're like one of those, I think, odd people. You probably like sanding. You probably like milling your own Nobody lumber. likes sanding. I know. Nobody, nobody likes sanding. I hate <laughs> sanding. <laughs> I like milling, though. Okay. I like a lot of those. Yeah, I like those processes because uh, also the thing is, like, same thing. I get a lot of lumber off Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, like, wherever. Yeah. I'm getting lumber. And, and it's you can beat get, up. Oh, and it's, yeah, and there's a lot of character to it. Yeah. And... It's just awesome. I think you can, the opportunity is so much bigger. Yeah. You're going to have to work through a lot of waste, but you know, it's just like, it's time versus money, but yeah. also it's like a compliment. So it's not all about being cheap necessarily. It's like my dream is to take a tree. Yeah. So we just bought a new property. I got, I, I, yeah, I know I've, I've been watching, I've been watching your remodel. I haven't, I haven't showed yet, but I went up into the woods. Okay. So we have like an acre and a half of woods back there. I found this walnut tree. Oh my goodness! You're, you're gonna go. You're gonna go soup the nuts on it. I, that would I mean, be awesome. I would love to. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm never. I'm not gonna touch it for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. And like before, I, if I ever leave the property, I'd be like, all right, I'm taking that tree yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, going from a tree like that's on your property, cutting it down, slabbing it. I would love to get like a sawmill and like something your kids are gonna yeah. like have. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then turn it into like a dining table. That's you know. Awesome. Like that to me would be like the ultimate. Like yeah, that used to be a tree that grew on my property. Okay, so uh, so last last like, would you rather? Yep. Would you rather like go through all the growing pains that you've gone through, learning all these things, you know, or, or would you rather like, if you if you could snap your fingers and be where you're at right now, doing what you're doing, like the value of the experience, like, would you go through it all again? I'll answer it on on two sides. I know you said woodworking. On woodworking, honestly, I would take the snap. I'd, I'd do the Thanos <laughs> and just go it's straight so to it. It's hard sometimes. But on my business side, the content creation, yeah. you have to go through the learning pains because you just there's so much I think in that trial and tribulation. Yeah. Because it's not only about learning, it's also about like character building and just knowing how to deal with setbacks and all that stuff, right? If if you just know the knowledge but you don't have like the perseverance yeah. and like the thick skin from yeah. going through it, that could be, you know, like with woodworking, no big deals. Like you're, you're all doing right here. But in content, like, you know, we're putting ourselves out there to yeah. thousands, if not millions of people. Yeah. If you just like gave somebody the wheels and, and this huge audience, they'd be like crying in their bedroom, you know, after the first <laughs> video. <laughs> so how is the uh, the remodel and all the wood, wood shop going? Yeah, so uh, so we just bought a new property and it's like uh, a shop, 30 by 35 shop plus. It looks like it's a disaster. It was too. a disaster. It's down to nothing now. It's just the metal walls and yeah. the timbers. Uh, and so we are, I'm, I'm actually, the latest video that I just put out was on building a base for a shed. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm I just doing, watched it the other day. Yeah, because I'm doing a shed. And big reason of that is because we're running into major delays on the other side. So we had like all the stuff I showed in the video about the the wood's rotten, but then as I got it out there for 
the contractor to talk about quoting out for fixing yeah. it all up. He's like, you know, this grade is all messed up. Like you're, this is not good. I was oh. like, I want to add a shop to the back too, which I'm not talking about. And he's yeah. like, that's not going to be good because you got to. And I'm like, oh. so now we're in this whole like, do we just blow the whole thing down yeah. and start fresh? It's like one of those points. You got to make the decision. You might be at the same amount of investment. Yeah. But then you'd have this brand new thing, but it's yeah. going to take longer. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it is evolving. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's going to be it for our time here. I cool. really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us and uh, sharing all your experiences. Uh, I want to give you a minute to do your plug for your channel. Make sure they know all the social. So, if you want to take a minute and do that, but uh, it was super awesome to meet you and, yeah. uh, and to get to chat with you. So, if you want to, awesome. if, you, if you want to tell the audience yeah. all about the channel that they should be subscribing sure. to, and liking to, that'd be awesome. No, it's uh, just search uh, "fix this, build that" anywhere, and we'll show up. We're we're everywhere basically. But uh, if you're looking to get into woodworking or fixing things around the home, we might have some good content for you. Thanks again, man. Appreciate right. your time. Thanks, Luke.